and welcome to Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. I'm your host, Lauren Edelstein with North Star Meetings Group. Eventful, the podcast, is our way of inviting you to join some of the interesting conversations we have with people in our business about topics that really should be on your radar. I look forward to hearing what you think, and please be sure to subscribe. Here's a disturbing fact. Deception is rampant in the business world today, according to body language expert Tracy Brown. People have suffered significant losses during the pandemic, and both meeting planners and suppliers are more likely to bend the truth or to omit important information in order to seal a deal. But we can pay close attention and recognize those verbal or physical clues that subconsciously coincide with lying. And we're going to learn about that from Tracy Brown. Um, but first, let's hear a quick message from the sponsor of today's podcast. What if your next meeting could have it all? Breathtaking coastal views, world-class accommodations, outdoor venues as unique as your organization. Welcome to Monterey County, California, a destination with a legacy of hosting some of the most recognized businesses and leaders. This is where lasting connections begin. Are you ready for an all-inspired, all-incredibly-memorable meeting? We are, too. Visit meetinmonterey.com to learn more. We're in this spot where everybody wants what they want, and for whatever reason, the... And it could be supply chain. It could be whether people are coming back to work or not. Like, things are just not as available as they were. And people are going to do what it takes to get what they need, right? Whether it's service at a restaurant or return on something, because return fraud is huge. If if they actually are deciding to come back to work, are you sure they're qualified on the things that they say they are, right? And why did they leave their last job? Why, why won't they go back to their last job? Like, all of these things are coming up, and it, and it boils down to that deception is just rampant, just rampant. I mean, in, in good times. In good times, 60% of people lie on a resume. And this is a study from SHRM, Society of Human Resources Management. 60% of people lie on a resume or in a job interview in a material way. And only 2% of HR pros can, can pick it out. And so as we're getting back to what we're doing, I mean, hiring is – people are going to run out of money eventually. I don't know where all these people are who don't want to work. But they, they, they will come out of the woodworks at some point, and that is going to be a good thing and also a danger point. Right. That, that we need to watch out for what's really being said and what's, and what's not being said. Yeah. And, and what's not being said. <laughs> well, that, well that, that's the key, right? Because there's all different kinds of lies, right? So you got fabrications, deceptive denials, minimizations, exaggerations. But then the, the, the ones that, that can be the danger point is just the omissions, right? The right. Thing and, and that boils down to alternative facts. Like, like, what are they not saying? What are they saying? What's between the lines? So being able to pick out that kind of deception, I think, is going to become more and more important as we move forward. Right. On the alternative facts thing, I think in the past couple of years, you know, we're seeing people watching themselves say something on video and saying they didn't say it or watching uh, a video yeah. of something <laughs> happening and saying that didn't happen. Just these bold-faced lies. That uh. It's jaw-dropping, really, when politicians and whoever else in the public eye is just saying, no, that didn't happen. 
fake facts. I mean, the fake facts thing is scary. Um, well, it is. And I'll tell you what's more scary than, than that is some of this um, uh, deep fake video. Have you seen that that's coming out? That is really chilling because I read people for a living. I do really high stakes investigations and I've seen some of this deep fake video and I could not tell the difference. Right. And between. that's like doctored up to make something appear that it's real when it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Doctored up is, is a general term, but they use a lot of artificial intelligence to create someone saying something that they didn't say. Really recently, it's gotten very, very good. Wow. <laughs> that's all I can say about that is we need to be very, very careful of our sources. The way things spread online is, is, is important to see. You know, where do you get your news from? Right. Right. So uh -huh. how does this play into a business setting? Thinking about, for example, hotels, either in negotiating on what they can and can't do or when a renovation might be finished. I mean, these are typical yeah. things that have always come up in the industry where something uh -huh. is delayed or someone's holding their, you know, not showing their cards. Is there <laughs> less transparency in negotiations today? I would say probably yes. And here is why I would say that is because especially in hotels, we got a problem. We just we had a problem when the hotels were shut down, right? Or on very limited capacity. Now we have demand that is off the charts and we don't have the staff and any negotiation needs to be really looked at with a grain of salt with the over-enthusiasm of the salesperson who is so excited, right? Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that you have the confidence in your suppliers that they're going to be able to deliver. And by suppliers, I mean, it could be hotel, it could be uh, food, it could be it could be any, like, hard good that, that you mm -hmm. need for an event, plus the staff, right? So how are you going to fish that out? Let's talk about that. What we want to do is is find the things that are not immediately obvious that will give you more information so that you can make a better decision, mm -hmm. right? Because with detection, we don't want to necessarily create all these gotcha moments because that's not going to be effective. What you need to do is understand the truth so that you can work around things. So anytime anybody does something asymmetrically, that can mean that there's some deception going on. So it could be a smile that's like really only out of one side of their mouth. Oh. Yeah. If they if they shrug their shoulders with just one shoulder, right? That's another asymmetrical thing that says, wait a minute, maybe the whole truth is not being revealed here. Whenever people like suck their lips in over their teeth. Yeah. That just says that they're holding back information or they're holding back emotions. And so it's important, like, when you see these things to stop and dig deeper at that point, at that moment, so that you can find the truth. Because there's more that they have to say. You need to be privy to that information, too, so you can make the best decision. Because maybe there's some way to work around what's going on. Whatever product or service that you may be negotiating for, usually there's a different way to do it. And, and it's up to you to use the information that's right there in front of you so that you can get to that moment instead of being surprised when it's go time. Right, right. So I think that probably the suppliers are more apt to be over-promising 
because they really need the business, but they don't want to say, well, if I can get enough staff, we can have an outdoor reception, you know? I mean, especially when something is planned a good time out from the actual event, I think everyone is hoping that things will be easier by the time the event ah. is actualized, whenever that is. So I guess just asking more questions and maybe also putting more guarantees or performance guarantees in your contract. You know what? Performance guarantees can be great. And performance guarantees are great until they can't perform. You may have to look at some substitutions. Give me your specific staffing plans and can I talk to you? Because what if they have an outside staffing company? Hey, let me talk to them, right? That kind of thing. I, I went to an event. It was last summer, about this time. And I'm not going to tell you what conference it was at or what hotel, but I am going to say it was at a very big hotel in Louisville, Kentucky. And they had, it was one of the first big conferences that came back, 2,000 people. And I got to breakfast late and I knew I was going to be late. And I, all there was was scraps left. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I was hard. like, I need to eat breakfast, Lauren. If I don't eat bre breakfast, it's really bad. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm like, dang it. Like, what am I going to do? Right. There's no food. Hotel. Well, come to find out, they had hired 250 people to staff this breakfast, and five of them showed up. <gasps> Not only was there scraps for the end of breakfast, there were scraps at the beginning. Now, the association uh, staff figured it out very quickly and went to Costco. So at the break, they had all kinds of muffins and whatever. But like knowing that ahead of time could have been really good. Performance guarantee, who freaking cares at that point? Your conference is blown, right? Right. <laughs> so, so it's about making a different decision ahead of time, like knowing things before it's going to happen. And and that's where, like, really pressing people and, and talking to their suppliers and, and creating those partnership relationships. So it's not adversarial, but right. you know what their moving parts are and how how that how it's going on on their end. Right. So I guess maybe it's more of an emphasis on communicating uh -huh. the problems, commu communicating anything so that you can have a plan B or you can be involved in the solution. Meeting professionals are can-do people. They will roll up their sleeves and go for it every single time to get the event off the ground. There is no slackers in this industry, not a one. And, and to get ahead of... Whatever's going on, I think, is super important. When you're talking to people, it doesn't matter if you're on the phone or if you're talking to them. Mm -hmm. The signs are there. And so let's talk about the phone for a little bit. So some of the signs on the, on the phone of deception are when their pace changes. Because we all have a normal pace that we talk, just a personal pace for ourselves. And when that shifts, then, then you go, wait a minute. Okay, something could be going on there. Volume, if they trail off at the end of their sentence. Right, right. <laughs> that that can be one as well. They're 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 figuratively backing away from the issue, right? When they when they choke on a certain word that's that's really important, it takes six organs to, for us to make a sound, mm -hmm. and it's pretty hard to get them to all shut down at one second. But they will right. on words that you're uncomfortable with. That's how we can do this over the phone because a lot of times we are remote. Now. We're going to Hawaii later in the year, right? And I'm yeah. sure that, that, that you have boots on the ground for your event there for like a couple days, right? And then what happens? You go home and the rest of it's over the phone. So you need to be able right. to start to 
the good news, it. yeah, the good news about that event is we have a planner based in Hawaii, uh, <laughs> so we're in good shape for that one. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, your events are always fantastic. I do no, know that you. about your event. That's why we're working together. However, a lot of people may only have a couple days uh, right. to do site tours, <clears throat> and then the rest of it's remote, right? So you need to be able to pick that stuff out, and, and most importantly, is believe it the first time. Mm-hmm. Believe what you hear, believe what you see the first time. And because what happens is we rationalize things away, like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. If you have the facts for, you know, just deception detection, and, and you're picking it up, and then you cut it off, right? Because it's like, oh, they were just having a bad day or whatever. Right. Like, you know what? You're undoing yourself. So it's basically wow. easier to read body language when you're face to face. Well, you know what? I actually, yes and no. Verbal cues can be, word error rate is a super high indicator of deception. Mm-hmm. And you got to pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, paying attention is the number one thing that, that you need to be doing. Because most of us pay so much attention to ourselves, we're just not paying attention to what's going on. Right. And then, like, acting on that and believing it the first time, I think, is super important. And, and not writing that off. Mm-hmm. As we've been able to detect lies for millions of years. Like our survival has been based on it, the species. And so paying attention and acting on it is the number one thing that, that you can start to do. Mm-hmm. And, and here's, here's the great thing is that meeting planners, you work with people all the time. Meeting planners are my best groups on read on people, even if they've never had training in it. Right. Even if they've never had training. And now it's like, is more important than ever. Right. You're trained in this. You've been doing this for many years. But mm-hmm. I think for for a layman or for a meeting planner, you get that gut feeling like, mm, I don't know, something is making me question whether to believe mm-hmm. this. It's giving me a feeling things aren't going exactly as planned. And, and at that point, would you say the best thing to do is just say, hey, I'm concerned. I can be part of the solution. Can you tell me if there's an issue here? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that you can be more subtle about it. Like, oh, tell me more about your operational plan. Right. Yeah. Right? What are the gaps? This thing was going to go sideways tomorrow at our event. What would probably happen? I think that's great because, and, you know, then it, way, yeah. you're going to get a mm-hmm. better answer. Right. Just a, a switching topics. How do I, as a negotiator or a meeting plan or a business person, even as a supplier, whatever side I'm on, how can I come across as authoritative and believable and trustworthy, like genuinely? Uh, well, the one thing is to be that way, actually. Yes. <laughs> and I am, Tracy. You know I am. <laughs> so, so confidence is something that is super important, right? And the easiest way to do that, and it's hard to fake, to create confidence in myself, take your fingers and you kind of steeple your fingers, the tips of your fingers together, kind of in a, you know, mm-hmm. like, a, like a steeple. And in doing this for not too long, it'll actually start to create your, create a neurology of confidence like within you, oh. which is really cool. And then you can start to act on it. And I'll tell you how I've used this. Think much of this at first, like I really didn't. I was like, "Oh, it's cute, like whatever." Um, but they brought some of the sharks from the ABC TV show Shark Tank to to the conference, and I got selected to pitch to the sharks. Uh, and backstage, man, I was I was shaking. I was so mm-hmm. nervous. I was on a new script. I was in front of 
2,000 people that I had to see again. My reputation's at stake, and I was number three in line to, to pitch. And boy, I tell you, there was chum in the water. And I started to shake backstage. I was like, this is completely ineffective. You know, at first I tried some deep breathing, which I can be great. However, in this situation, it did not work at all. And then I remembered this, you know, this power steeple. And I did this, and literally, Lawrence, for, I did it for a minute. I felt all that stress and tension just drain right out. Wow. My hands and feet, and, and it totally centered me and grounded me, and I went out there and I crushed it, and I got a deal. And the, the, the point is that you can take control of your neurology and your physiology, and, and, you, and it's very, very simple to do. With just steepling your, your fingers like this, you can do it in an elevator, you can do it during a meeting, before a meeting, before a date, before any kind of conversation that is important. Give yourself that little extra boost of confidence. That's interesting. I, I, I'm doing it as you're talking, and I'm like, oh, I'm powerful. <laughs> no, you know, you can see how it works. That's great. And anything yeah. about your tone of voice or things to, things that you say or the words you choose, any advice on that? The more confident you actually are, the better your word choice is going to be. It's going to reflect that. Right. So, so anytime you say like, maybe, sort of, right. like that, mm-hmm. not powerful. Take those out. Mm-hmm. And just be confident. Mm-hmm. I need and, to, and your I words need to will reflect, reflect it. Mm-hmm. I say you know too much, which I, I guess is kind of a pause. That's what it is. It's looking for acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. So, which is okay. Is it the most professional? No. Is it the worst thing? No. Mm-hmm. So. Just be aware, and and if you, if you don't want to speak that way anymore, then stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it wasn't until I started recording podcasts and looking at the transcriptions that I was more aware of those little filler words that I tend to say. Oh, me too. That was horrible. That's yeah. I am the worst because I have a podcast as well. It's called Truth, Lies, and Cover-Ups, and... I am super sloppy with it when you come to listen to it. But if if we take out some of the slop, you take out some of the personal. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. isn't any good either. It's like we're not robots. My pet peeve, and, and I have to say I hear this more in the younger generations, like a.k.a. my kids, the like. <laughs> Every other word is like. Like, like, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a kid thing. I, yeah, it's a kid, a kid thing. You think they outgrow that? <laughs> if they want to. If they want yeah, to. It's funny. People can find out more. I have a lot of videos online on YouTube. Uh, on my website, I've done some really cool things. It's bodylanguagetrainer.com. So, um, so, yeah, a lot of resources out there. You know, it will pay you back. Welcome to Monterey County, California, where feeling inspired isn't just a talking point, but an indelible part of who we are. Host your meeting here and you'll be surrounded by stunning landscapes, as well as world-class attractions, dining, and activities. Take advantage of the destination-wide, all-inspired incentive, and the Monterey County CVB will help cover the costs of an unforgettable event. Visit meetinmonterey.com to learn more. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review us and check back for new episodes soon.